Hello and welcome to Brokenomics. Now, as you know, Brokenomics is a series that covers both economics and broken systems, and there's probably no system more broken than that of the Middle East political situation, in particular in reference to Gaza. And of course, this is a topical issue at the moment. It's something that uh, we touched on the podcast last week, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper into this, and I'm delighted to be joined by Bo, thanks for coming on. No worries, thanks for having me. Is this the first time you've been on Brokenomics, isn't it? It is, yeah. I've had you on Epochs uh, yeah. two or three times, but yeah, so this is good. my first Brokenomics. Good, good to get you on. Yeah, no, and um, good, yeah. yeah, we because we touched on this before, didn't we? But we, we, we had to do it in a very compressed way, and um, mm. you know, it was difficult to, and we were reacting to, to, to recent events as well. Um, but I just wanted to have a, a conversation where we dove a little bit deeper into this, although you made a very good point to me before we came on, which is, this is a subject which you just cannot get nuanced enough on. Right, yeah. So yeah. to just set expectations for everybody, we are going to be as nuanced as we can be in a 90-minute discussion. If you want uber level of nuance, there are probably a good 50 books that you can go and read. Yeah. Um, but we, we will do as much justice to the subject as we can in the, in the space of about 90 minutes or so. Even given that much time, you can only really hope to scratch the surface because we're biting off yes. a giant chunk here really yeah. a giant giant thing um so we're still going to have to essentially whiz through it mm. and nearly everything we say you could go into tons of detail oh yeah on on, on nearly any given thing I'm, we're I'm sure talk you could about, pull, out, so. pull out any sentence and then do another 90 minutes mm. on on that one sentence yeah. yeah yeah but i think what it's it is important to cover it at a reasonably high level and a clip and, and draw people's attention to the relevant points because there is a lot of discussion going on at the moment and you know you often see for example students look at this and come with a very um surface level analysis of what's going on on one side or the other um and actually it is a, it is a genuinely deep topic and there are reasons why we've ended up in the situation that we're in so i think it's probably fair that we talk about a quick overview of the deep history of it basically bring us up to speed but really pick up our story in the 1980s um, yeah. and the emergence of Hamas uh, and, and what they have done and the response that it has led and how it has got us to this, to this point that we're in at the moment. Okay. So starting on the ancient history, which I'm, I'm sure you'd love to go deeper into if you could, but um, you know, maybe, in a, maybe in another one. Um, let's just talk about the, the deep history of the place and um, you know, its location, because it has been a historically significant location for basically forever. Mm. As far as far as I can determine, and, and it seems to me that it, the reason it is, is not because it has any uh, particularly spectacular farmland or natural resources or anything like that. What it has, it is on a nexus point between multiple empires, and therefore it has tremendous strategic advantage. And I believe I'm right in saying that a whole swathe of the big names from the bygone era of, of empires have, at one time or another, occupied what we now call the Holy Land. Mm. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. I mean, it goes back. It's one of the places in the world that has got some of the oldest archaeology. The oldest. I'm right. talking way back into deep time. I'm talking about some of the earliest midden pits and fire hearths ever. Are like in and around the okay, Sea so, of Galilee. So even predating, say, the, the pyramids, for example. Yeah, oh God, long, long, long. I'm talking, oh, okay. I'm talking deep time, like 10,000 BC, 15,000 BC, just wow. after the Ice Age. Okay. Or even before the end of the last ice age, there's, uh, there's archaeology of, of people living in and around Galilee, Sea of Galilee. So right. it goes back that far. But if we're just going to talk about ancient history, sort of biblical yes. history, or if we go back to sort of 
the Bronze Age or the Bronze Age collapse mm. or the, the times when Abraham was supposed to have lived or after the, the age of King David, um, when Pharaohs and Assyrians and Babylonians and Hittites and all these types of people mm. ruled the world. Yes. Yeah, it depends where you want to start, but yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I was happy just to just to just, you know list off a couple of the names. I mean, as as you have put, right. I mean the you know the Egyptians, the Assyrians, Babylonians, Romans. I think all of them at one time or another had an outpost, you know, some sort of system there because it was a nexus point between multiple trade routes. So it's it's always been the case that there has been people moving through this area, um, and the superpower of the day, whichever it is, wanted to control it because it is that nexus point. Mm. Well, the Romans are Johnny Come Lately's, if yes. anything. <laughs> yes. But yeah, like some of the earliest, uh, among the earliest sort of documented, even saying that, you'd have to put it in inverted commas, some of the earliest documented battles between probably the Hittites and the Egyptians take place somewhere in the Levant, somewhere like that. Yeah. Tyre, which is a little island, which well, is not an island anymore, it's got a causeway to it, but there was the island of Tyre, which is just off the coast of modern-day Lebanon, just north of Israel. It's got an extremely long Phoenician history mm. um, where we talked about we can only scratch the surface. I mean, here we're really only scratching the surface. Very, yeah. very, very light gloss on this. Yeah. Um, and for a long time, um, uh, I say a long time, we, we, for the sake of this discussion, let's go back 4,000 years, the, the origins of, of Judaism. Um, although actually I don't think that Judea became a state until maybe about 3,000 years ago. Right, well, so first of all, already there's a landmine. What is a state? Um, there's yes. sort of, they're kind of really more modern things, a nation state. Yes. But nonetheless, you've got, well, what you had is the, the, the 12 tribes of Israel. And it was supposed to be King Saul. And then you've got um, David and then Solomon. In the age of Saul, roughly 1000 BC, supposed to have united them. Um, and they were always... Fractious, so they never, they didn't stay completely united for all that long. Um, in right. the sort of the high watermark of the sort of later Assyrians, you've basically got two kingdoms: the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of of Judah. Two right. two kingdoms that are both populated by Hebrews or, or Jew, Jewish people. Yes. Um, it, already immediately, it's a, it's a it's a fairly complicated thing to get your mind around. Um, exactly what it was and what it looked like, what their polity okay. was, and at different points. Because we're just talking about centuries and centuries and centuries just there. Yes. So, um, you know, appreciated we can't delve into that too much, but essentially there was um, something which modern Jews can point to and say, look, there was a, there was a, um, a Judea or there was, a, there was an Israel. or there, there was something that they can point to that goes back at least 3,000 years. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, if you believe... Um, the scriptures, the various scriptures, and mm. and the, the the Jewish Bible, mm. and um, but yeah, the archaeo the archaeology does show that they've been there for a very long time. And yeah. um, just very quickly to say on that, um, in the second half of the twentieth century, Israeli modern Israeli archaeologists and historians have tried to find concrete archaeological evidence for biblical events. I see, and largely failed. Right. But that's going back, if they, they want to try and, try and find evidence of the story of Moses or Noah or Abraham, actual yeah. hard evidence, which is 
way back. I mean, that is in deep, yeah. deep, deep in the Bronze Age. And there doesn't seem to be a great deal of evidence there, unfortunately. Well, However, yes. it's certainly... I mean, it sounds like a challenging task anyway. All right. But there's certainly... Um, there, there's certainly been Jewish people there since at least sort of 1300 hmm. BC. BC. Yeah. And, and, and I already know that there'll be some Jewish people out there that are screaming at their <laughs> monitor saying, I'm, I'm not doing them justice enough. Yeah. That's, but that's... A, um, yeah. Well, there you go. That's what you can say with certainty. We're keeping it at a high level. So, so basically what you I'm can saying say is 4,000 years ago, roughly, mm. Judaism emerges. 3,000 years ago, there's something along the lines of a, of a Jewish state there. 2,000 years ago, I know I'm glossing a lot here, but 2,000 <laughs> years ago, Christianity emerges. And what is it? 1,400 years ago, Islam emerges. And yeah, that, that is a, ju I'm just framing sure, the... Yeah, yeah. Three thousand years in 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 a very in a very broad rush. So then I wanted to turn to the the Palestinians. So modern, what we call Palestinians, are tied to um, the geographic location of, of of Palestine. Now that word again, we could do another whole podcast on what is Palestine. It is it is uh, you know essentially a term given by the British. I mean, is it super so, high level? What, what what's yeah. Palestine? So it does go back to the. Ancient times, um, there was a Jewish revolt, I think it was the Hadrian one in about 130, 135 AD, mm -hmm. where the Romans decided to rename Judea, what did they call it, like Syria Palestinia or something. Right. I think that's what they called it. So the word dates back to the ancient times, okay. but it was. But after that was because Ottoman... the Romans were having difficulties with the, with the rebellious Jewish population and yeah. They, yeah. they decided, okay, well, sod you, then we're going to call it something else. And... Yeah, yeah. Right. Hadrian sort of attempted to an annihilate them, to right. be honest. Okay. Um, if there's any Jewish people out there like Brett Weinstein who holds a grudge against Titus, he could hold an even bigger grudge against Hadrian. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, they, they renamed it. Um, then, for uh, just skipping forward. Yeah. Um, the, the, the reason you the, mentioned the, Brit, uh, sorry, Eric Weinstein, I think it was, was it Eric? because was it? he, was it? he okay. went on holiday to Rome and there's, a, there's an arch of Titus, mm. which is arch a big monument to a, to a Roman emperor who killed quite a lot of Jews. Destroyed um, the Second Temple yeah, yeah. in and, 70 and, AD. And Eric showed himself flipping the bird to this thing. Yeah. Although I noticed in, in last week, um, the, the Italians decided to light up the arch of Titus with, a, with an Israeli flag, which is, could you not have found mm. a different monument to light up? You know, it's obviously very, very deliberate, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. It's sort of virtue yeah. signalling through the yeah. millennia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's crazy. Is there no limit to boomers' <laughs> virtue signalling? There's I, no I, limit to it, I, is I, there? I suspect no Titus himself would have not have been on board with that particular messaging. No, he, he yeah. was charged with putting down a revolt and did so. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let, let, but, let's... So I was going to say, oh, just, yeah, please uh, so after the Ottoman rule was ended by the British Army and uh, First Viscount Allenby in 1917. Mm. Um, the British decided, uh, well, the, the, the League of Nations decided to call it Palestine. So they took mm. that name from, well, it's got ancient precedent. Mm. Um, so that's why they're called Palestinians. One quick note to, stay, to say about that is that mm. I saw just the other day, uh, an interesting interview with Golda Meir, um, a, a Israeli prime minister during the 70s. Yeah. Um, she was the prime minister during the Yom Kippur War. And she said 
she said, um, the, we, we're all, she said, I'm a Palestinian. She said, we're all Palestinians. I'm just a Jewish Palestinian. There are Arab Palestinians and there's Jew Jewish Palestinians. From 1921 to 1948, I had a Palestinian passport. Now that sounds right. odd to our ears, but you've got to remember that time is a bit like an onion and it's easy to forget or just fail to see the layers below. Yes. But in the first half of the 20th century, or, or the, the second quarter of the 20th century, let's say, mm. there was no Israel. So there were essentially no Israelis. Mm. They were just Jewish. They considered themselves, called themselves, according to Golda Meir, and she should know, they called themselves Jewish Palestinians. So I mean, that sounds odd to us now, That's doesn't it? That's interesting. Sounds, that sounds like a, a contradiction in terms or something. But yes. there you go. There you go. Okay, so it was those... Um, you know, what we're sort of loosely referencing is sort of Arab Palestinians. Again, I know people will take issue with that and say, oh no, they're not they're not Arabs. But you can look at this area and you can see that there was a there was a deep history of people who lived in this area. So the Canaanites, is it, the Philistines, um, various Arab tribes, and, and these were largely at different points it varies, but these were largely sort of nomadic tribes that sort of lived in the area. Although you can go back to sources like the Bible, which references Gaza, um, most notably in, in the book of Samson, you know, the guy who pushes the, the temple down and brings it all down on his head. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that mentions um, um, Gaza. Um, and also, I think there's other bits in the Old Testament where they refer to the five, um, the five Philistine cities, right. which if I remember correctly is, is, is Gaza, Ashkelon, Ashod, um, Ekron, and Garth, and right. I believe the last two are now just historic uh, archaeological sites. Uh, but of course, Gaza still exists, and Ashkelon and Ashod are now cities in in, what, in modern day Israel. Yeah, Ashkelon's just north of Gaza. Right. In fact, Hamas attacked it. Right. It's just yeah. on the border with yeah. with Gaza. Um, mm. But yeah, so there's quite a few things to say. There's, you've got ancient peoples like the Canaanites. Mm. Um, or the, the, the Philistines or something. Um, you know, they, they don't exist anymore. Mm. The Babylonians wiped out the Philistines, for example. So some people, I've heard some people say that the Palestinians are modern day Philistines, but that's just, not, that's just wrong. That's just that's completely incorrect. Right. The word is okay. not the same word or anything. Yeah, because uh, I, I did want to ask you about that, because the I, Philistines were a distinct sort of cultural group that lived in the Levant. Um, but they kind of, well, I mean, they, they, they suffered significant setbacks from the Assyrians and the Babylonians. Um, <laughs> can say that. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's understating <laughs> it somewhat, but I mean, they, they kind of lost any sort of cohesive identity in the iron age. Uh, well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but having said all of that, mm. there's sort of all, continuously always been some people there. Yes. So one of the things that was the, said... The name changes significantly, and some... It's never been an empty land. Yes, yes. So in 1948, when um, Ben-Gurion and the Zionists declared it an, an Israel into existence, one of the things that was said, one, one of the sort of pro-Israeli uh, slogans or sayings that were said is that it's a, a land without people for a people without land. Yes. You know, the people without Doesn't land, really the, 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 the Earth, European that, Jews. Yeah. Right, yeah, there's no such thing. So the, the people without land, the European Jew, yeah. Jews, uh, would go to a land without people as though 
that part of the world yes. was, was empty. Well, unfortunately, it wasn't. Yes, well, it, I mean, it was very, very underdeveloped, though, to be fair. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, I mean, there, there was... There's I mean, plenty there, of villages there, yes. to be honest. I mean, there was, there was hundreds of thousands of people there. Hmm. So, um, it just wasn't just there sitting empty. Yeah. And even if it was, it doesn't really necessarily mean it's okay. So, for example, when the British took over the island of Singapore, it, that really was empty. Okay. Um, but yet still today, some people claim that was just a wrong thing to do. It's just a colonial crime to just oh, take right. that bit of land and, and develop it and make it your own. So mm. even if there was no one there, yes. do, can you just declare a bit of land is now your sovereign land? Well, that's sort but then of as part you, of as, the whole... As you say, there were... That is part of the whole you know, problem. What people who would have called themselves Jewish Palestinians living there as well. I guess the point that I'm making is that you can point to deep, deep historical roots for the Jewish people in that area. Yes, and they have done a much better job of remaining a cohesive identity throughout the millennia. The Palestinians can also point to groups, but it's much more fragmented with the, with the Palestinians because they can say, okay, well, I'm sure there is, there is you know, DNA from you know, the Canaanites or the, or the Philistines or various other groups, but they've been so fragmented and sort of washed around and, and, and so on. Um, you know, turned turn nomadic. You know, had some sort of settlement and so on. That it's it's just gen genuinely so much harder to have a coherence with the, with the Palestinian group. Although mm. we acknowledge, but they have also been there for a very long time as well, in some form or another. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, definitely. It's a difficult thing. I think there's many layers. There's ma there's more than one layer, isn't there? There's yeah. sort of a layer of ethnicity a layer of nationality, whatever that means. Yeah. And then there's a religious layer as well. Mm. So certainly there have been Islamic people there since very soon after the life of Muhammad, mm. uh, or, or even before he died, possibly. Mm. Um, so, the, so the Islamic tradition has yes. been there since the 7th century yes. AD. But yeah, there were people, there were non-Islamic, Arab-related people Long before that, even. Yeah. But one thing we must quickly say, because some Fedora tipper will mention it, um, that the true Arabs, the sort of the Arabian Peninsula Arabs, are a bit different to what we would call the Palestinians. A little bit different. It's like confusing yeah. a Swedish person with a Portuguese person. It's like they're quite, yeah. very quite similar ethnically. They might have the same religion and all sorts of things. They're not exactly the same. So, like, some people think of the Egyptians. As Arabs, well, they're not the same as Central Arabian Bedouin, or the people yeah. of Southern Iraq are Arabs, yes. or that the Syrians and Lebanese are Arabs. It's like mm. it's not quite the same. There is there are nuances, and there's all sorts of things going on. There's sort of yeah. the Druze people and the Circassians and various types of sub ethnicities. I don't know how to say it exactly, but mm. just need to be careful. There's sort of the true <laughs> original yeah. Arabs. Should we say the original yes. Arabs that live in Mecca yes. and Medina and that part of the world. So e exactly right. But I guess, what I'm, I guess where I'm coming at with this is mm. I'm trying to debunk the ultra simplistic narratives that you often hear on university campuses, which can go one of two ways. One way is to say, oh, um, you know, the Jews basically just turned up. There was an existing Palestinian state 
occupying exactly the, the borders of, of what is now modern-day Israel, and they came in and sort of marched them out at gunpoint and um, basically just moved into their houses and stuff like that. Um, this was a underdeveloped land, unless you're saying there were villages there, but you know the, the, the Jews do have a deep history in this area. There's been continuous Jewish occupation, not occupation in military terms, but Jewish um, people living there. Um, I don't know if it is continuous. There may have been some. I, yeah. I imagine there were always at least a small amount, mm. but not really continuous. No. Okay. Well, there will. Well, it would have been continuous, but probably on a well, certainly on a very, very small scale. Mm. It wasn't until the late nineteenth century that you start getting tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of of yes, Jewish people moving back. So mm. I'm not saying that there was never that there was a complete break. I, I don't know. Yes. But. Um, Again, we're getting into the complications. Right, it's, it's, yeah. so, it's so difficult, isn't it? But, yeah. but I just wanted to debunk the simple narrative that you know there's, that, that this is. I mean, obviously, if in ancient times it was a, it was called Judea. You know, it's there for a reason. So, just saying, there are there are roots on both sides. And likewise, yeah. the other narrative to debunk is the one that you've also talked about, which is you know a land without a people, a people without a land. Um, I also want to debunk the other side of it, which is to say that. Um, it was because sometimes you hear people say you know, it's basically just swampland or something like that, um, and there was nobody living there. That's Desert. also not true. Right? Yeah. It genuinely is the case that you've got two peoples who have um, deep roots in this area yeah. of varying strength at different times, um, and it, it's just not as easy to say um, that one or other has has just turned up. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. One thing I would say, though, is that if you're debunking the idea that um, some Jewish people turned up in the interwar well, years... large numbers or, did, or, or, yeah. yeah or, or just after World War II and sort of threw out a load of Arab Palestinians. That's sort of... Well, that is true, though. Yes. There's a thing called the... the uh, yes. What they call it, the Nekva, the catastrophe, where in the late 40s, 1947, 48... Um, yeah, the, the precursors to the IDF or the early Jewish paramilitaries did just forcibly move lots of people out of their villages mm. and force them into places like the West yeah, Bank. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the two-minute version of that? Because, of course, you know, the British basically... Um, I, mean, this is, this is, I mean, this is early on, but I think mm. probably pre-World War II, but you can correct me, basically said, OK, well, this is going to be, um, you know, Jewish... Palestine or whatever whatever term they wanted to call it, um, and then they they flip flopped on that and basically pleased nobody. And they said, okay, well now we're going to have a, a Palestinian bit as well. So you know what 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 was going on there? Was it the, you know the, the the British were basically dividing up, doing their map thing, drawing lines, and then saying, okay, people need to move from here to there. Well, what 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 was the the short version of what's going on there? Well, so I guess you'd have to quickly go back to World War One and when the Ottoman Empire was pushed out um, after the war at Versailles and when the League of Nations was created, they decided to partition big chunks of what we now know as mm. Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, Israel, um, all, all, all that area of the map. And lots of it, more, the more northern bits, very roughly speaking, the more northern bits, Syria bits, went to France and a lot of the central, more southern bits went to Britain. And, and there was portions within that. And one of it was the Palestinian, it's called the British Palestinian Mandate. That was its name. Mm. Um, now you've got the Jordan River, which is sort of a fairly obvious 
um, border to use. So there's things like that. And then there's the, there's, uh, there's the, the Gulf of Aqaba. You, you know the Sinai Desert? Maybe in post we yeah. can put up a, a map so you can see that V-shaped Sinai Desert. Um, and on yeah. one side that, is... That is, seems pretty empty to me. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's largely desert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were there were settlers in there, but we can maybe get onto that when we get into the more the seventies. Mm. Um, but you got that V shape and the two um, the two waterways either side of it leading into the Red Sea. Yeah. The it's like the, a triangle with two rivers, uh, and on, on one yeah. side you've got um, Egypt, and you've got the absolute breadbasket the there series. of Cairo. Yeah, and, and then on the, the other side you've got on the other Israel. side is is the Gulf of Aqaba mm. with a small town of Aqaba right at the top of it. Um, so anyway, what I only mention all this stuff is. That some of the borders are sort of uh, geography dictates where they'll be. That was the point I was going to make. I see, and some were um, lines drawn on maps. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so some are completely artificial, and some are sort of obvious. Yeah. You're obviously going to use one side of the Gulf of Aqaba to be Arabia, and the other side to be yeah. the Palestinian Mandate, and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so, so I think I think we touched on that. You know, there there are two peoples um, conflicting over the same land. Um, you go. You go back to biblical times, and the, the kingdom of Judea would have been fighting the, the the Philistines, and and we've got into how there's no 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 necessarily direct connections there. But the point the point very very loosely is that there's sort of been two people sparring in this area for a very long time. Yeah, well, two religions. I mean, I think you can't really ignore the religion aspect to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we. I mean, this goes back a lot longer than. Than Islam, but yes, I mean certainly in the last whatever it is thirteen hundred years that has been the clash. You're right, yeah. Mm. I mean, if you look at the um, the the Crusader years when the Frankish and even that's an umbrella term when the Frankish Crusaders sacked and took Jerusalem in ten ninety nine, mm. they were of course Christians. They were they were interested in Jerusalem because of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, not because of. Um, Mount Moria or because of the Dome of the Rock or the Al-Aqsa Mosque or anything like that. They were there because of Christianity. Um, so the kingdoms of, of Ultramar, uh, you know, there's religion plays a massive part in this. Ethnicity is one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, I mean, I think it was a family guy joke and it is a joke in bad taste. But uh, Peter Griffin at one point says he can't tell the difference between an Israeli and an Arab Palestinian. She's always trying to make me be social. Cocktail parties, school functions, that time we planted trees in Jerusalem. What? Look, all I'm saying is put an Israeli guy next to an Arab guy and I can't tell a difference. Necessarily. So it's not like, you know, it's not like they're they're just worlds apart in terms of ethnicity. They're they're Semitic people. They're all Semitic people. Yes. It's the religious aspect which... um, what, when what, you're dogmatic what about the, religion. What do we mean by the term Semitic? Well, that's just one of the ethnicities in the world. Mm. And yeah, it's that part of the world, uh, that whole part of the world, the Near and Middle East. Mm. So Arabs and do Persians count? I'm not sure. But Arabs and Jewish people are both of the Semitic type. It's funny mm. now, well, not funny, haha. Funny, interesting to note yeah. that the term anti-Semite or to be well, anti-Semitic. Heard, I never hear that applied against people right. who are questioning Muslims right. or Arabs. Right, yeah. A hatred against Arabs yes. would be weird to say you're an anti-Semite for doing that. Yeah, but yes. yeah, technically that is exactly, would be the same thing. Uh, it's a, quite a broad 
like Slavic people or Nordic people. Right. There's Semitic people. It's on that sort of level. Okay. So it's a very broad, it's actually a very broad okay. thing. But both Arabs and Jewish people would be Semite. So let's, let's jump ahead a bit now because we, we've, we've covered, there's a, there's a long history in two people in that area. Um, but we really want to make the focus of this episode about um, much more recent events. Okay, yeah, right. Um, we want to try and get into the 80s and 90s. Okay. But I think we need to stop off at 1967 along the way. And I'm talking about particularly, yeah. you know, June 5th to 10th. Well, one thing I would we have to say just super go on, quick go on. is 1948 when go the on, British mandate it. came to an end and um, Ben Gurion and the early Zionists declared independence for Israel. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the Nekva, when they moved a lot of people out of the land, <clears throat> they just claimed as their own. So that's sort of, for someone like Hamas, that's the original sin as far as Hamas are concerned. <clears throat> They're not interested in a two-state solution ever yes. under any circumstances. They're not interested in any of it. Whilst Israel exists, yes. it, the whole of Israel is an occupation, not just Gaza and the West Bank. And the Golan Heights. Now, all of Israel is a wrongness to them. Yes. That started in 1948. So we have to mention that. We, can't, uh, we don't have to go into any more detail than that, but it has to be mentioned. Yeah, I, I, I will mention later on um, Hamas's charter, which, is, which it says in no certain on terms, no, all of the Jews have to be driven away or, or killed. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's very unfathomable. There's no compromise to be had. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is from which is, the river to the sea, the River Jordan to the yes. sea, the Mediterranean. Yes. All of Israel then. To watch the full video, please become a premium member at lotuseaters.com.